Welcome to the pre-match of footballing podcast delivered to your ears every weekend of the footballing season and beyond. You are joined as ever by me, Graham Bailey, at Graham Bailey on X slash Twitter. Also joined by Craig Honeyman, Craig underscore Honeyman on X slash Twitter as well. Good morning to you, Craig. Good morning, pal. How are you? Not bad, not bad. Busy week, mate, as it's been really busy week with the extra set of Premier League games, etc. With lots to talk about this week. Um, managers in and out, lots of clubs. But we did discover we're going to start on one subject, actually. It's going to be Aston Villa. And then we're going to start our weekend previews with the Aston Villa-Arsenal game. A bit backwards on Saturday, but they had the last game. But we're going to start with that one because we're talking about Villa, Craig. Yeah. Um, Aston Villa moved into third place. They beat Manchester City with with an outstanding, excellent performance. They were by far, and I mean by far, the better team. Yeah, I don't. I, we, we haven't talked about this, but I, that was the. I don't think that's the worst I've seen Man City play in terms of because that's a harsh on Villa. I think that's the most dominant I've seen the team against Manchester City in 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 recent memory. You know, I, I answer quick questions for you, Craig. Now. Um, I think I had Villa slightly higher than you in pre. I think I'm, I had them top. I had them fifth, I think, in my in my predictions. I didn't. I certainly didn't have them top four, and I don't think anyone didn't really. How do you see Villa as potential title challengers, top four challengers, or top? Where do you see Villa now? Not just off the back of the thing, but as they stand third, we're on December December eighth, ninth ninth weekend. Aston Villa sitting third. What do you class Aston Villa as at this moment in time? Title challenges, top four challenges, top six challenges. I think they're in a very similar position to Newcastle United in that they're such a well-run club, um, incredibly well-coached, they've got an elite-level manager, and like Newcastle, they'll challenge for the Champions League places. And I, I, I believe that if they can get if they can qualify for the Champions League this season, that would be... That would be pretty. You, you well, know, there's, there's in, amazing. Yeah, there's a manager of the year, certainly. But I think it's an interesting. You say head of, oh, it's, I can't remember his title now. A pres, president of football operations, whatever it is, Monchi is coming. Yeah, they've they've the way they've built this, you know, off the pitch, and we we talk about recruitment all the time, and we do say it's not just about the players you're bringing in, it's about the the what you build the around them as well. Stuff, stuff, courses, yeah, yeah. Totally, and not, and we're when we say we, we talk about V Sports with NASA, NASA Sawisi and Wes Edens, very capable people. They know what they're doing. You know, they really are backing um, Monchi and Emery. They're getting on with it. They're appointed good people who can get on with it for them. The some what what I was watching last night. I was watching the game. I watched the game last night, and I thought what I did like, and, and you can see the depth of that squad now, Craig. Where you've got. Matty Cash and Moussa Diaby on the bench, arguably two of their best players from the season, yeah. comfortably two of the top five in their performances. And they're both on the bench because he started Konza, who I um I'm not a huge fan of Konza, but I think I think I think he did he did very well at right back last night. And then you've got Leon Bailey coming in. And the fact yeah. that I think you find that Cash and Diaby were will accept that. They won't be spitting the dummies out. I think they realise now that where Villa are going, I think the 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 capabilities of the squad is is fantastic, and I I thought actually I think last night watching that game not just because of the beat city yeah but I think the depth I realised the depth that squad they've got now Craig the the ability to have someone like Cash and Diaby on the bench you can rotate players in and out yeah they're not the finished product but genuine 
genuine Champions League contenders now. I, I don't think they are. I don't know. I, I was going to say, Craig, I don't think they are title contenders, but... It, it, do, you know, do you know what's funny? Not... Now, do, you know, do you know what's funny? The... I know that you've you've said this for such a long time in terms of allowing young players to leave clubs and why do clubs do it? Um, and we saw Douglas Louise last night, and we've seen him all season. Fabulous, perform, yeah, yeah, perform perform for Aston Villa at such a level. It's almost forgotten about that he was at Manchester City because he didn't play, did he? He spent mm-hmm. time out on loan at, at Girona where he'd, he'd signed. For no, but he, yeah, club, he was so. he couldn't. Um... It was a strange one. He he wasn't allowed a work permit when he was at City. Yeah. yeah. Then because of the loan rules, he was allowed one when he was loaned to Villa. However, after that first year at Villa, they had they had the buyback and they could have brought him back because um, he had his work permit in place at that point. Yeah. Um, and obviously they decided not to use it at that point. Um, but it, Louise is an interesting one. You bring him up, Craig, because he is he is being targeted by Arsenal because Arteta knows all about him. Didn't work with him, but obviously being at City when he was, yeah. he'll, he'll, have, he'll, have, he'll have talked to people, he'll have seen Louise on in and out, he'll, he'll know all about Louise. Which, and we know Arsenal tried to buy him last year. It's not a huge yeah. surprise. Um, I, I, don't actually, Villa, I don't think there's any chance Villa... I don't think there's any chance Villa sell him. I don't think there's any chance Villa sell him. Yeah, yeah. And McGinn's playing out of his skin, all these. And Tielemann, and in fact, Tielemann, Zaniolo dropped to the bench, Craig, and Tielemann's came in. And this City... Yeah, and we'll, this is actually we're not talking about. This is about Villa. It's all Villa. It's all, it's all, it's all, it's all Villa. Yeah, this this is Villa now, and and we do have to talk about them now as a top six. This this top six now, Craig, is just fascinating because it's going to be a huge battle. Like, I, I, Chelsea aren't finishing top six. They're not. I don't think they are, Craig. I really don't. But there's going to be a very big. I think Aston Villa now, Craig, are definitely finishing top six. That means that. And Newcastle and Manchester United aren't going to finish top six. It's easy to say <laughs> Manchester United at this point, but they are they are clubbing clubbing together points all the time. But it, it, it's such a battle now for this. Are we, are we in spite of Manchester City's performance? Are we still putting Arsenal, Liverpool, City in that tier above? Yes. Villa, Villa, yes. Villa, yeah. I, I, yeah. So you, you, I, I think you, you, title contenders. At you, the yeah, your top your top three. That 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 is going to be your top three, and then you've got. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, in my opinion, Graham. Um, now, as we stand now, you've got Newcastle, Tottenham, and Villa, and then outside of that, Manchester United. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd still put United in there because I think they are grinding results out, and I think they can only get better. So I would, I would still keep them in that bracket. But eighteen I'll goals scored, Graham. Eighteen goals. We'll come on to them later. But eighteen goals scored. As, as, yeah, as we say, Craig. Yeah, but they're on 27 points and the table doesn't lie, as we say. Yeah. They've got nine victories. Manchester United, Manchester United, Craig, fascinating. Manchester United have the same amount of victories as Man City at this point, which is fascinating. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that battle for third, that battle for fourth place, Craig, is, is is brilliant, isn't it? It's fascinating. We said this all. It's, yeah. it's better than we even even thought about, really. Yeah. Um, and, and then this is another big test for Villa coming up, Craig. They're playing Arsenal at the week this weekend. It's a five thirty kickoff, so we'll get into previews now. They're playing Arsenal, Arsenal, who are um, clear at the top of the table. But hey, I think I think last season's um, you know will help Arsenal out here because Mikel Arteta he'll be pinning last season's league table at Christmas. They were what five points clear us, if not yeah. more, at this time last year. They were a bit more, weren't they? Um, everyone thought they had it in the bag. You don't win anything at Christmas. We know that Arsenal. Though, um, 
they're, they're grinding out points, Craig. They're quite fortunate at times, but hey, that's good teams do that. This Villa Arsenal one now, Sky must be absolutely buzzing because when yeah. the game got picked in August, yeah. I don't think they realised. I don't. Well, I don't. Anyone thought it'd be firstly third, Craig, at this point. This is one of the humdingers of the season. And let, let's get into the game, Craig. Um, I just don't... On the form, the, what I saw Villa do last night to City, and they took advantage, yeah, and, and City will come on to City because we didn't agree with how Pep set his team up. We didn't agree with the team selection at all. And I think that helped. But you've got to take... A, it's easier said than done taking advantage of a situation, which Villa did, and they really did. This Arsenal team, Craig... Uh, the top it's damn strange, Craig. They're not they're not massively impressing me, Craig. The top is able oh, to results out. I think I they're impressing me with Declan Rice, who is by far the signing of the season. He's he's yep. he's, he's turned it as such an important part of that team. Um but but I said I said you can't con- you shouldn't be conceding three goals at Luton. Primarily. No, it was a great game though. But, it was a great game. I loved it, loved every minute of it. It was a good game, but I thought it highlighted a lot of issues Arsenal have. Yeah, that's pretty much game. That was pretty much the game this, of the team. Yeah, that's by the back. But uh, going to Aston Villa now, we're going to have to perform very differently here, Villa. And I think we will see a very different performance from Arsenal here. But I must admit, it's hard not to think of them, these two their last games for each clubs. I, I just, it's hard. I, I, Arsenal are not winning this game, in my opinion. But I do. It, it's a, it's a tough one to call this one, Craig. Do you think? Do you think Mikel Arteta's made himself an issue with a goalkeeper? The goalkeeping scenario at, at Arsenal. Do you think that's become an issue? Massively, Craig. Massively, and I've said this before on the part. He he's 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 going with his man David Rea, who is. And did you? I saw the commentator afterwards say, "Oh, he hasn't let you down so far, David Rea." I was like, I could, I could, we could almost list five things on one yeah, hand. The amount of errors yeah, he yeah. Oh, it's like, what are you talking about? The, the goal at New, New, they wouldn't have lost at Newcastle if it wasn't for him flapping at a ball and missing it. There wouldn't have even been a decision for the third. There wouldn't have been a decision for the third official to make, would there? Because he should have caught yeah. it. Um, that that second, yeah, that goal. What letting, letting Ross Barkley's goal was it? Ross Barkley's yeah. goal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he's been. I think Ray's been poor. And as I said, I think, Crib, I, I think I, the only thing, the the on, the only thing that David Rea does better than Aaron Ramsdale is speak Spanish. That's the only thing he does better than Aaron Ramsdale. No, I I I, I, I disagree with that. His, his distribution's miles better than Ramsdale. Miles better. But but it, it, there's more there's more to being a goalkeeper as we see from Manchester United. Than, than just distribution. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to keep, first and foremost, you've got to keep the ball out the back of the net. I think what, what it's done, the, 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 the kind of way that it's been managed, is it whoever's in goal, be it Ramsdale or Ray, it puts a spotlight on them and it puts an unnecessary, mm. unnecessary spotlight on them. And uh, that the, 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 that does come with a certain amount of pressure. Um, I think this is a great game at the weekend. Like you say, I think I think the broadcasters have, have come up trumps. Um I think there'll be goals. I don't see it's been a, a nil-nil. Um, see it being a draw. Um, Aston Villa two, Arsenal two in a very, very, very entertaining game. Um, I, I, look, I think there's loads more to come from. I think there's more to come from Martin Odegaard, who is is one of mm-hmm. my favorite players in the Premier League. Um, Kai Harvitz is finding a little bit of form. <clears throat> yeah, I think I think we agree. They they need to go out and, and bring in a. An Aussie man type 
number nine. If they do that, they could well win the league. If they don't, they'll finish second again behind Manchester City. Yeah, I think I think they need a forward. We've always said this, even, even, and I, I said this, Craig, as you know. When even when Hazus arrived, he was he's not the answer at number nine. He never was for me. Um, Obviously, he's a spectacular player. I think he can help out in other areas of the team. I do think they need that striker. I still think the obviously Party's not a long term part of our tennis no. plans. We know that. In, in the, and I think I think if they could go out and get a centre forward and a centre midfielder, I think it would. You know, we see we see João Paulinho um, being linked with a few Premier League clubs. You know, Bayern Munich is still in the pole position for him. But yeah. you know, if Arsenal, Liverpool. If I saw Liverpool went out and signed Joao Paulinho, it's like, and, and I, if I was one of those two, I would create a shot across the bows to City and the rest of the league. Because if, yeah. if one of them two signed him, wow. But um, I think I'm going Villa this weekend, Craig. I think wow. I think he might bring Diaby back in. I, 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 I um, actually, I'm not sure whether he bring Diaby back in for this game, but I think he might be tempted to. But I think we'll see a couple of changes because Emery. I think what I love about this squad is the exception of it. And I thought Paul Torres was outstanding again in that game. I thought Paul Diego Torres Carlos is so good. Gave, yeah. Diego Carlos, though, gave Haaland not an inch. Not an inch. I thought he had him in his pocket all night. Um, the, and I said this in the summer, them two possibly, what a centre-half pairing them two could yeah. be. And they are a force, them two. They are a formidable force. You know, One's a classy left-footer. One's like, it reminds me of Vidic and Ferdinand, them two. Craig, but obviously not the same feet. But you know, having one dominating yeah. defender like Carlos, you have the Rolls Royce like Ferdinand next to him, Paul Torres. Um, I love that as a centre half partnership. And Luca Digne is playing brilliantly as well. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm he is. Arsenal. He's on I'm, going, I'm going Villa two, Villa two. I'm on Villa two, Arsenal nil. I, I all day. Like, I've got you got to go with form. Villa wow. will have Arsenal's number. I think they'll have Arsenal's number here. Yeah, I, I, I hope. I, I don't see how them getting past. Listen, I, I hope you're right for. Just for the league, I think it would be a great result. And we, interesting, we missed, we missed, and we missed, and we're missing the elephant in the room here, Craig. We're talking goalkeepers. Aston Villa have one of the best goalkeepers in the world, who should be in goal at the Emirates. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that is, isn't it? Yeah, we forget, yeah. we forget that, don't we? They, yeah. They've allowed, they, they've let him slip through their fingers, and now they're looking at that. It's, it's, it's fascinating. It's another little fascinating tale from the weekend. But let's get to the other TV game on Saturday, Craig, which is early kickoff. 12.30 game, Crystal Palace versus Liverpool. Wow. Um, Crystal Palace, really fascinating, Craig. Um, obviously, Roy Hodgson's there, came into the job. They, they've got, they, they started the season so well. They were playing this free-flowing football. And, and and I actually, do you know what? I think it's because of the players that they've lost at the minute. You know, these um, the team have had out. Um, the, you know, they're having to play players like Chris Richards was in midfield. Um, against West Ham at the weekend, he's in midfield again, and, and Chris Richards is a defender. Craig, he's not a yeah. midfielder, but you know they're missing so many players here. Um, you can tell. Looking, they're, they're, they're looking in absolutely no danger. Really, yeah, they're in no danger whatsoever. Um, no, you know, and I, we're saying because we're seeing people link with this job and right, but as we've said all along, Craig, this is just what we we've said in this pod all along, all so all season long, and you know, we're, and we're not wise in hindsight, Craig. We said. These three teams who came up are so are so inferior to the rest of the Premier League. Palace, Palace don't need to. They don't need to make any signings. They don't need to change Roy Hodgson. They're not nope. going down. Nope. Is there a huge difference between finishing sixteenth and twelfth? Probably not. <coughs> so, not for yeah, Palace, um, no. it, I think. 
Yeah, Palace is strong. It was a bad performance against an improving Bournemouth in midweek, but it is what it is. Um, Liverpool, another 12 30 kickoff, which will please Jurgen Klopp in London. Graham, do, did, 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 did I you see? I tell you what, they do get some crazy ones. They get some crazy ones. But, Graham, did, did, you see, did you see Jurgen Klopp's interview last night? Um, Joe, I fast forward through it. I Mate, did, he, I, I he was just, um, he was beyond belligerent. He, he was, he was rude to the reporter for no reason. Um, and, and he was bemoaning the 12 30 because he, he raised the issue of the 12 30 kickoff. Um, well, it's the same for Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace have got to play at 12 30, don't they? No, they yeah, they, but obviously, as we said, Liverpool have had like more than twice as many as the other, the other big players. Yeah, but Graham, they're taking the broadcasting money. <coughs> You know, which, which is paying... Yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. Wages, I do think, you know? I do think it, it is an issue, though. I do think they have, as we've seen, the facts prove, don't they, that they've had more than twice as many yeah. as Arsenal United, for instance, which I don't think yeah. is right. No. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, Liverpool are winning this game, Craig, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, yeah, I Paris, agree. Palace won't lay a glove on them. They haven't got... Olise, you know, he, he's, he's a capable... Lad courses, but uh, Palace, Palace nil, Liverpool two, comfortable win. Yeah, I'm going two nil as well, Graham. I don't think Palace will score. Um, they don't look like. Sc- mm, do you know what, Graham? I'm gonna change it to two one because Liverpool have conceded lots of goals away from home. <coughs> um, I think. Am I right in saying, Graham, that the 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 two nil win at Sheffield United is the first time they've kept a clean sheet away in the league this season? I think it is. I might be wrong. Um, I might. Um, I'm not. I'm going to backtrack on that. I might be wrong, but I, I, I think they'll concede. Crystal Palace one, Liverpool two. Edward on the score sheet for the Palace, and, and we and we know Palace with Eze are a completely different team, aren't they, Graham? You know, so you know mm. you're taking. Out, Taku, I think Taku is a Taku is a he's a huge miss. As well. Of course he is. You, so you, you, if you take yeah, out Salah from the Liverpool team, and it, I, I like it, it, it impacts two um, one to Liverpool, Graham. On to the first three o'clock game. Brighton is in Burnley. Burnley, um, you know, as as we said before, Craig, I think they are one of the. I think other teams have been promoted. They are by far for me the most disappointing team. Yeah, I know Sheffield United are underneath them, but we weren't expecting much from Sheffield United. No. Burnley, we were. They spent hundred million. <laughs> really poor in midweek. They beat Sheffield United last week. Great. Well, so you should at home. That's what you meant to. Um, they didn't lay a glove on Wolves in midweek. Um. They're not getting anything here, Craig. Well, Brighton were very impressive. Congratulations to young Jack Hinshelwood. Yeah, lovely, um, lovely moment. Winner, look good. Um, Brighton, the, 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 the squad-wise, it's coming together now. You know, the likes of Carlos Belieber, who's a fantastic player, they're getting to grips now with the Premier League, these new yeah. signings. And um, and Evan Ferguson there is a huge, huge talent who's only going to get better. But not an issue here. Burnley 3, Brighton 3, Burnley nil, if not more, Craig. I think it could be an absolute hammering on the south coast of Burnley this weekend. Yeah, you know, do you know gets every single season? Every season he gets bad, and he's he's in his thirties now, and he's he, I think he's he's been he's been capped um, in his thirties. Is is Pascal Gross? Pascal Gross, yeah, Jeremy. what a good player he is, Grip. But again, he just gets better season in, season out. Um, and, and and you know we talk about cultural architects, and I think he's one of the cultural architects up upright, and he's he's one of the first names on the team sheet. He guarantees your goals and assists. He guarantees your performance level. Um, I think one of the most underrated players in the Premier League, Graham, is, is Pascal Gross. And if he was playing for a, a Manchester City right now, scoring goals, getting assists, we'd be raving about him. And because he plays at Brighton, he maybe doesn't get the respect that 
that he deserves. Totally agree on the young boys that you mentioned. Um, Ferguson is such a good player. But I've got to say, Graham, I have been impressed by Joe Pedro when he's played. I no, it's been sensational. Top, he's, got, I think he's, he's got he's got ten in, in his twenty. He's he's got over ten goals in his um, twenty games he's played in the season. So yeah, he's been um, he's been tremendous. Um, you'll have you'll have third be top notch. Yeah, yeah. So did you give us a scoreline there? I'm going. Yeah, I'm going Brighton three, Burnley nil. So just after all that, copy off me again. Uh, Manchester United AFC Bournemouth at Old Trafford. Man United, you know, they are on uh, the they were the very good in midweek against Chelsea. They weren't very yep. good at Newcastle, they were decent. Um sixth in the league. Um they're getting there. Scott McTominay looks a different player now. He's really dragging this team up. He he's yep. playing like he's he's he is playing like the captain of Manchester United. He's playing like he's dragging King. this team. He's playing like yeah, he's dragging this team with him. Looks good. Bournemouth are playing you know you know and you know, Bournemouth are a team I've always liked. I like the squad. They are really um, giving me everything here. You know, they, yeah, last they, month, last month have done ever so well. Yeah, you thought you thought they get hammered by Villa last week. I, mean, I, I did. Told you, and Villa were Villa were lucky. I said they get something out of the game, and Villa were very lucky to get something out of that game. Um, Semenyo is playing well through in the middle. I like Semenyo. I think he should be playing centrally. I think he's got, do you know what I mean? Something about him, drug, not quite drug breast, but the way he plays, similar style of play. I, like, I like the way Bomber for playing. Um, Bournemouth could get something here, Craig. They really could. I think they're threatening. They're good. They're brilliant on the counter. They're quick. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say one all draw here. I'm going to say one Bournemouth Graham. Go, I'll get something. Graham, I, I'm, I'm going to say one all draw too. Um, and that's not detriment. That's not detriment to United. I just think Bournemouth. No, but this well. Bournemouth this past month have, have done ever so well. Um, and you know the start. They are, they are fifth, goals. Fifth, fifth, fifth. They are fifth in the form table. It's fifth versus sixth in the form table. So yeah, it's uh, Graham, it, it I, should I, be a good game. Got to give a huge shout out as well to Dominic Solanke, Graham, who's obviously we. I think we said this last week on the pod. He's now scored seven goals, which is more than he scored in the entirety of of last season with his six, seven league goals for Dominic Solanke. You know, fair play to him, and and we know I I know he's on a I don't know, a few shortlists of other clubs in the Premier League. There's no way they're selling him in January. No way. One all draw. No, I don't. So I don't think we see a huge amount of um, big money between these Premier League clubs in January. No. But yeah, he's playing well. He might, you never know. He might have a look in for his. He might add to his one England cap. You never know. Um, Sheffield United hosting Brentford. Chris Wilder's second home game in the week. He returned in midweek as replacement to Paul Heckingbottom. The writing's been on the wall for weeks. We know. We know that Chris Wilder's been waiting in the wings here, Craig, yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Whether we agree with it or not. Um, it's it's just same strange situation because you know I, I think the Chef United fans were behind Heckingbottom, um, the majority were. But when you've got someone like Wilder come back in, it's it, it's a tough one um, against the Brentford team. Who I say that they do flatter to deceive me, Craig. I think they the, the frustrating. I think they really need, they are, but they really need a. I think they need like a reboot, a bit like. I was talking to a Brentford fan and he, he did agree with me where I said, like, like inadvertently, Brighton got a huge reboot when Deserby came in. And I'm not saying change Thomas Sang, but I just need their squad needs a bit of a reboot. It needs something a bit, you know, they've been linked after this by Bakayoko from PSV. So someone like that definitely needs but, but, but needs we, we, Again, we go happen. back to the conversation we had at the beginning of the season, right? And Phil Giles and the guys there, they know they don't need to spend 100, 120 mm. million to stay up this year. So 
They, I guess it, 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 yeah, it depends what 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 they're aiming for this season. They're, they're currently eleventh in the table. Craig. Top half, I would think. Um, yeah, yeah. So exactly. So should they spend thirty million in January if to finish an extra two places? That is no. a consideration, of course. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, interesting game, this one, Craig. Um, I think Chris Wilder will have. Uh, he'll be working day out, day in, day out with this. He present. will. Oh, it's a tough one. I think Sheffield United gets something, Craig. I, I don't think it'll win. be a win, though. I, I, think, do. I think it's a one-all draw, personally. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think Sheffield United will go for goals. So yeah, I think, I think Chris Wilde. Listen, Paul Leckinbottom was a, a lot. A lot of these players are wild from Wilder's eras, but a lot of them are still there, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, especially defensively. Graham, let, let's call it how it is, right? Paul Hickenbottom did an unbelievably good job, and he has been the victim of his own success. He did his own, yeah, he did too well, didn't he? Yeah, he did and, and, well. and 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 sometimes the worst thing you can do as a manager is get promoted, because when you get from the you know League One to the Championship, or from the the the, the Championship to the Premier League, the amount of pressure and scrutiny that comes with that is unbelievable. Now, one one of the issues is you know you lose four games, five games. You lose five nil, and then you go out. Out you go, and it's very difficult. It is very. Listen, the, the Burnley result was a was a shocker, but Paul Eckingbottom was an unbelievable job. The flip side of that is Chris Wilder is probably the perfect man to come in. Um, you know, you, you, you'd cut him and he bleed Sheffield. Um, I think it's a really shrewd, sensible appointment. I think it makes sense, and you know they are going down with the parachute payments, with some tweaks, Chris Wilder will get them promoted next season. Um, of that, I've got no doubt. Um, Sheffield United, two. Brentford, one. Cameron Archer and uh, Gustavo Hamer, absolute key men for, for Sheffield United. And, you know, the, 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 big, the big Bosnian at the back, he impresses me. I know they're conceding lots of goals, but... He does still look a good player, eh? Three million. Ahmed, Ahmed, Ahmed Ozic. Yeah, he's a good yeah. player. He did well last year. I think he's, I think he's one of them who, um, everyone forgets his first season in the Premier League. I Premier League, some, exactly. Yeah, he's had, he's, had, he's, he's going to have some dodgy games at times because he's a defender coming in, and it's, it's, it's unrelenting the Premier League as well, especially when you're a defender for Sheffield United. It's unforgiving for you know, sure. Like, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, if he was playing for Arsenal, United, or someone, yeah, you've got someone, you've got these players next to you. Where you're not, they're not coming at you in waves and waves, are they? But it's no. they're going to. So it's a bit harder for these guys. On to Wolves versus Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest, um, an appalling result in midweek. I thought the players, the players let Steve Cooper down at Fulham. The fans were backing him all the way. The players let him down at Everton as against Everton as well. Yeah, it was probably the Everton had, game we predicted. Um. Forest need something here, but Wolves are playing. Wolves are playing some lovely stuff, Craig. On the Gary on here, I said it all along. I said this squad, squad suits us, you know. Um, yeah, that Forest. Can you remember what I said over the summer? Can you remember what I said over the summer? And you, you persuaded me Wolves were getting, to, to move yeah, Wolves out the relegation zone, right? Can you remember what my biggest concern was with Wolves? Was who's going to score the goals? We've got no one to score goals. Well. You know, Wang's making me look very. That was, a, lo- that was a lovely finish, yeah. Yeah, he scored yeah, eight Premier League goals. I worry about Forest because a lot of people, and I, we talked. I think we talked about this on the show. Murillo, who reminds me completely of David Luiz, his defending in that Fulham game was horrific. Did you see, did you see where he was playing Jimenez on side? He yeah, was, he was about six yeah. yards behind the rest of the defense. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. he's so, he, he's a good footballer who can't defend. He's David he's David Luiz reincarnate. I, I, I just think he's very I think he's very young and he, he's come to a league 
in only his second season of professional football, let's not forget. He does look a talented boy, but I'd be tempted to take him out of the firing line and leave him out for a, a yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah, that, I think for, I think Forest need changes. You know, they 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 were letting say, nothing against Calvin Bassey, but he, he's had a woeful season. They were making him look like um, Bobby Miller. Yeah. He, yeah, he, is... he was striding out with the ball. They're like, come on, guys, like put some effort in there. I thought Forest was so bad. You know, Joe, Joe Worrell in the, in the championship was was outstanding. You know, very, very, very good. And then, you know, people, you know, Forest fans wanted wanted a new, a fresher centre half in. Well, they they got what they asked for, um, and they brought in a, 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 you know, a brilliant Brazilian football player, but who's struggling to defend. He is struggling to defend, right? I'd I do. Them I do wonder. Yeah, I I wonder whether Steve Cooper just goes back to basic here, Craig. I thought I wonder he's not going to completely park the bus, but I think they'll be very hard to break down here, Forest. I'm going to say Wolves one nil. Wouldn't surprise me if Forest get a draw here because I think they'll be determined not to let goals in. But Wolves are good. Gary O'Neill knows what he's doing. I might say one one nil. I'll get to watch doing but one nil Wolves. I'm going. I'm going Wolves all day long. Um, I don't think Forest will score. Um. Obviously, the, the injury to Tyro Wanaya is, is crippling for them. We know that. He is their talisman up front. Um, Origi isn't going to score goals. He's just not that player, never has been, uh, apart from his little little flashes and little, little moments. And the other one, as we know, is, is Chris Wood, who's not that player. Uh, Chris Wood's a good target man, hold up the ball, link the play, does his job, calls up. He's not, he's not a natural goal scorer. Um, Wolves 2-0. It, it, and we're going to what's well, interesting we bring up Gibbs White here Gibbs White really hasn't got going this season has he he really needs to pick up Antia Langer's been brilliant signing I know yeah, listen, I, I, but he's, I, he's, 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 he's the only one but Gibbs White and Hudson Azoi they need to give more do you, do you think do you think Gibbs White has, has, has been kind of pushed out a little bit by the players that have come in so he's not as effective it, maybe no, I, I, I just think I think he's had a, I think he's had a poor season I think he's had a poor season I think they were I think they were relying on him to take up the slack of what John, Brendan Johnson left and he yeah. just hasn't done it. So do, do, you know, do you know who's really impressed me, Graham? And I, I, I said this yesterday, how good would he be if he started to score goals? He scored two in his last three, is Matthias Cunha. The way he glides past players, you know, it's it's almost... I, I said this, this, Wolf, this Wolves team, without Pedro Neto, this Wolves team yeah. has so much talent. And, and it suited... I, I said it suited Gary... It's like Ange going to Tottenham, it suited him. And this this Wolves team sit with Gary O'Neill. I think they're the ones to watch next year. Really. Who was uh, um, who was the player that was left out of the squad game midweek? There's there's something gone on behind the scenes. Was that uh, who was that? I didn't see. Didn't see for for who Wolves for Wolves was it was it, was it Johnny? There's there was, there was I some, didn't. I didn't. Oh, someone I someone that passed, passed me passed me by. Yeah, well, I think I think Gary O'Neill's basically said he's not going to play for them again. So all oh, right, okay. I, I, I didn't say I want to. Well, we'll we'll look into that for um, next week. Yeah, on to Sunday's games. Um, Everton versus Chelsea. First up break from Goodison Park. Fascinating game this one. Chelsea up and down. One of the worst performance, probably the worst performance of the Pochettino era against United. Yeah, that They're was really, power. really, really poor. I'm not putting all the Birmingham Craig, but Thiago Silva's done. He's done. They need to get him out of that back four. Uh, n- now he he can't play again. He shouldn't be playing. He can only play in a back three. He can only play in a back three. He's thirty nine years old. I'd, 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 I'd play him in a back three of a five side team, and that's it. He's a no, Graham, he, Graham, He's been he's one of the best. Defend, he's been one of the best defenders. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. It was. 
Do you know what I mean? He was one. He was one of the best. Things. If I was at Middlesbrough, I wouldn't play Gary Pallister now. <laughs> he was one of the best defenders. He's not. No, he's he's costing them. He's costing them points, Craig. He really is. And at this level, um, it's an interesting one. Go, going to Everton, Craig Everton. Um, yeah. You know, I think it's playing for the manager. Now, they do, they feel, they feel they feel like a Sean Dyche team now, Craig. Yeah, really totally do. agree. Um, and. I, I don't know. Okay, I, I think it's hard. And Conor Gallagher is he back? Is he, will he be back? He's not. He won't be back this weekend, or will he be? It was two yellows, wasn't it? Two yellows. So he'll be back. So Conor Gallagher team. will be back. They missed him. They missed him. Yep. I know. Um, put Pat Palmer move up, but Gallagher did miss as well. Um, you know, as we say with a lot of games, Craig Chelsea are the better team. Of course, yeah. Um, but you know, your friend. Craig, uh, I'm not happening again. How bad was your friend Nicholas Jackson at Old Trafford? Oh dear. Listen, listen. He's not the main man. He's a good football player. He'll come good. He will. Come oh, he's in. decent. Yeah, he's 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 a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a child of circumstance. You know, he was he wasn't he didn't think he'd be going there to start at Chelsea's. No, man, so I do appreciate. No, that. but 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 there was someone equally as bad on United side in Rasmus Hoyland who looked a million miles away. Well, well, when December, at least Nicholas Jackson has a Premier League goal. To Nicholas Jackson's got six goals in the, in the Premier League. Hoyland's like Rasmus. Yeah. Um. So on to on to here, Craig. Uh, it's a tough one to call this one, Craig. It really does depend what Chelsea team turn up. Um, yeah, they can't be as bad. I, I, I was going to go Everton, Craig. Here I was, but I just don't see how Chelsea can be that bad again. Um, I'm going. I'm going one all. I think Craig. I'm going one all. I'm going to give Chelsea a little. I keep every week. I keep giving them benefit of the doubt. I really do. Um, I'm going to say one all because they surely, surely can't be as bad. I'm going to go three-one Everton, um, and the reason wow. I, I actually think Everton will go dogs of war, long ball, physical. I think they'll they'll, they'll play on the the weaknesses in the in the Chelsea defence. They won't they won't they won't play pretty football in the middle of the park. Why why should they? Um, if they do, there's only one winner, and that's Chelsea. They'll bypass midfield. They'll go along. They'll be direct. They'll win physical battles. Corners, free kicks, throw-ins. Three-one to Everton. Yeah, Brand- and young Branford's playing well at the back as well, isn't he? Yeah. Um, for Everton, one to keep to keep hold of going forward. Uh, on to Fulham, West Ham, Craig, uh, the Craven, uh, Craven Cottage on Sunday. Fulham, you know, they're playing quite well. You know, Jao Paulini, when you, when you watch Fulham play, guys, oh, I would encourage you. anyone. I would, I would encourage anyone, if you, if you do, try, try and watch Fulham sometimes because a player... I don't think there's a player who is... And listen, he's not carrying this team by any stretch of imagination. I'm not going to be just be dismissive to the rest of the team. But he is by... You know, he's by far the best player in this team, Craig. It's a, he stands out so much in this game. And, and, and we're seeing this where there's a few Premier League clubs being linked to him now, like we discussed earlier, where I, I, I say if Arsenal and Liverpool were, were so minded to buy a midfielder, then... Paulinho, Paulinho, there's there's no one, there's very few players playing better than him in the Premier League at the minute, and he's playing so well. It's no surprise that Bayern Munich will be back in for him, Craig. You know they they know what they know, they know how good he is. I think every Fulham fan is petrified of this window, Craig. Yeah, you know, it's big. It's just like to lose Mitro and Paul. I, I think he will go, Craig, because I think he's playing at the top of his game. I think whoever, whichever team gets him in January, Craig, he makes an immediate. And whichever team in world football picks him up, that's how good he is, Craig. Whoever signs him. So if it's Chelsea, Liverpool, or Bayern Munich, is that good? He's going straight in that starting eleven for yeah. whoever signs him. He, he could go to Real Madrid or Barcelona. 
we're trying the best. No, Tom. If I, if I was Man City, I would sign him, Craig. Yeah, because him and Rodri. Do you know what I mean? To, I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't think Man City um, need that midfield. That that level. That kind of midfield player, mate. You know, I, I've. But they don't. But imagine him and Rodri. And Rodri's not there. But anyway, uh, we'll come to Man City in a minute. On to so Fulham hosting West Ham. West Ham, who uh, I, I I've got a few. I've got a few West Ham fans. I've got a lot of West Ham friends, Craig. Who 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 and a few of them have listened to the podcast, Craig. And they and they they do give me messages to pass on to you saying. How 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 much you, they do not agree with what you're saying about West Ham and David Moyes? They really don't. Wow. Um, they've they've got the they've, they've got the two very fortunate wins. They drew with Palace. What do you mean very uh, fortunate? What do you mean? What do I mean? Very fortunate. What yeah. that win over Burnley? What the two two goals in the last four minutes at Turf Moor after being outplayed for the game? You don't great, think that was fortunate? great result? Great result. Okay, whatever. Um, West Ham and, and again, but David Moyes is looking at one of these teams. David Moyes, um, he's on his farewell tour at West Ham. He won't be getting a new contract at West Ham, and for good reason. I think West Ham, their luck will abandon them this weekend. I think for oh, I, don't, I just don't understand. Um, Raul Jimenez was so good against Forest, Craig, but yeah, that was against Forest, yeah. Oh, but with a bit of confidence, um. Ooh, I don't think Fulham are going to lose, but I, I did have enough to beat West Ham. Yeah, no. they do. I think Paulinho inspires them to a win here. I think, um, I think two, two one, Fulham. I think West Ham will get a goal because they're too good going forward. But two one, I just don't think they're playing very well, and Fulham will get the win. Yeah, I think bigger game, a bigger game. Yeah, I think Fulham's Fulham's five nil win will give them some confidence. Maybe a little bit of overconfidence. They're going to lose. Oh, this the table, Craig. I'm just saying. Yeah. That, just saying there, Craig. They're, they're only three points off West Ham, which surprises yeah. me actually. Fulham. Yeah. I don't think they've had a good run of form. Yeah, uh, Fulham won West Ham too. I just think West Ham have got too much quality. Um, whereas, particularly in the final third, where Fulham are lacking quality in the final third, just the you can't replace Mitrovic. We we've said that time and time again. Um, I think if this is David Moyes' farewell tour, then he's done an unbelievably good job. And it would be great if he if he went out winning another European trophy. That would be magnificent. I think. Well, it's not. It's not if. It's not if, is it? He's not going to New Deal at West Ham. Great. If this is his farewell tour, then he's done an unbelievably good job, and people will realise what a good job he has done once he's gone. On to the next one. We'll see. Um, on to Luton. Oh, it's, it's an interesting one, Craig. Luton. Hosting Manchester City yeah. at Kenilworth Road, um, yeah. Um, so talking City, we we touched on City before when we, we were talking Villa. City put in a, um, it was a woeful performance. At woeful, Villa, Craig. It really yeah, was. Um, that midfield where we had Lewis Stones and the Kanji stepping up, not Pep Guardiola. You know, I'm I'm not dis- disputing what Pep Guardiola says about things. I, I don't believe what he said. The things he says about Manuel Akanji. He's a he's an average Premier League player who should not be playing in midfield for any Premier League team. I think his 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 when in possession he's questionable. His distribution I think is woeful at times. But then again, you're asking him centre half to play centre midfield. It's very strange, isn't it? Where we discussed off pod how you've got Nunes, Kovacic, and Phillips sat on the bench, and you've got them three defenders playing in midfield. Um, Although, did did you see did you see the squad? Been put in for the Club World Cup, Craig, in um, about ten days' time. No. Kevin De Bruyne has been named. Kevin De Bruyne has oh. been named in that squad. That's good news for Manchester City. 
in Saudi. So yeah, um, and let's not the Man City fans do point out, yeah, they're missing their best player, of course, yeah. But last night, where I saw Bernardo Silva passes going astray. Phil Foden didn't get on the ball. Haaland was being bullied by Diego Carlos. I think of all the performances this season, because, yeah, yeah, they should have beaten Liverpool when they had that draw and stuff. But that one defeat there, that's the most worrying performance I think Pep Guardiola will have seen from any of his teams in probably since he was at City Craig. I think that's a very worrying performance last night. I think we'll, we won't see a repeat of it at Luton. I think it's a quite fortunate game for City to have off the back of that game. Um, Luton will be in the faces, but I think um, Brilliant. City, just, City will have too much. But yeah, do, do you know what your, your, your points on, on Akanji? I think Akanji's a good defender. I think he's a great squad player for mm-hmm. for City. Um, I take your point on the midfield issue. The, the one thing that baffles me is Nathan Ake. Now, if you want to play a centre half in there, play Ake in there because technically he's outstanding. He, he brings balance with that. Left. Oh yeah, because and and he was he was outstanding. I was at the game against Liverpool, wasn't it? It was against Liverpool, yeah. um, and and he was outstanding against Mo Salah. You know, yeah, he yeah. didn't have Mo Salah in his pocket, Craig, but nobody does. Nobody that, does. I, 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 I reckon if you spoke to Mo Salah, he'll he'll tell you he, he's not had a harder game against anyone this season than Nath Nake. Nath Nake was outstanding. He set the goal up. He was outstanding in that game, and he's built to play that left-sided role. Vardiol. He's been wasted at that left back role. I, 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 I don't like it at all. It's square pegs. You know, we criticise Gareth Southgate all the time. Another manager's Greg square pegs in round holes. So we're going to do it for Pep as well. Stop it. And and do you know what he did? It. It was last season he was doing this a bit. Do you remember, Craig? There was a there was a point last season where when they went to Anfield and got beat, didn't they? Last season where he was playing players out of position all over the shop, and then he went back to basics. I think at some point he has to go back to basics here, Craig. Stop. Play, yeah. Like Vardyol is not a left back. No. Rico Lewis is not a centre midfielder. Manuel Kanji is not a centre midfielder. And 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 they are that good, Craig. They can get by against teams. But sometimes you'll get caught like a Villa. He under he, I thought I thought he showed Villa disrespect, and I thought Villa punched him, gave him a bloody nose for, for that. And, and, and I, I, I think I, they need to. Res- I, I do, do un- more. Listen, I, I do understand the 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 kind of the methodology behind it in, in terms of going to a back three and having an extra body in midfield and pushing an extra body so you have uh, all mm. the further. I, I I totally under. I get it. I, I think it's brilliant. I think it's tactical genius. Uh, I do. I, I really do. But then, Kanji isn't a midfield player. You know, John John Stones no. can do that. Nathan Ake can do that. Kyle Walker can't. Kyle Walker can't step into midfield and do it. Kanji, I don't believe can. Um, mm-hmm. But he, he doesn't. He doesn't ask Walker to do that, does he? he Realizes that. No. He doesn't ask no. Walker to do no. That. It, I, tell, I tell you who, who I think struggling majorly, Craig, as well. Recent weeks, and I, he's sticking with him in the team. I think he needs to. I think he needs a rest. I think he needs a couple of weeks off. Julian Alvarez. He's not here. He's Ju, Ju, yeah, Julian Alvarez. That yeah. I, I think sometimes where he's up alongside Haaland and then he's up alongside the centre midfielders. I think he looks a little bit lost in the minute. I think they should be putting Bernardo Silva in that role or Phil Foden and, and giving Alvarez a couple of weeks off. From yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they what they do. Um, Against Luton, I mean, I, I tell you, who did impress me uh, in the Arsenal game, Graham, was Ross Barkley on his birthday. Um, of course, players always like to score on the birthday, and Ross Barkley scored on his third. One, one of my favorite, as you know, one of my favorite. I forgot to bring up one of my favorites, as you know, Craig. Well, well, um, the, the point, the point I was going to make, right, is at thirty years of age, I would rather Ross Barkley in midfield than Manuel Akanji. 
All all day long. Oh yeah. All, all day sure. long. He yeah. is such a good but, football but, player. Yeah, I think I think the, is Rodri back this weekend. Rodri's back this weekend. Greece is back. They're all they're all back. But, one one game bans. I, I think it's a horrible message he sent. Don't get me wrong. And Calvin Phillips is not. Um, the um, is not um, a world class talent like Rodri, but Calvin Phillips should have been playing at Villa Craig. He really should. I'd have, play, I'd have played him ahead of Kanji in midfield. Yeah, listen, all, all. No, I, Cal- Graham, I think we, we he's, agree he's on a that. top. He's a top Premier. He's a top Premier League midfielder. Craig. Yeah, yeah, he may he's, not be quite Pep's cup of tea, but he's a very good Premier League yeah, midfield player who needs to move on. Uh, in, in terms of the the, the, the Luton yeah. game, I think City are going to destroy Luton. I think it's a, a bad time for Luton to play City with the. The results have had recently. I think City are going to score five against Luton. I think Harlow will probably get a hat trick. Luton will score, mate. They might score two. Luton Town two, Manchester City five. I think Luton will be brave and go for it, but City are going to destroy them. I'll say Luton one, Man City three. Um, on to the four thirty game, a real super Sunday here. <clears throat> uh, Tottenham hosting Newcastle. Wow, what a Interesting game. Interesting game, Craig. Um, yeah, these two are battling for top four, battling top six. Um, Tottenham put in a smashing performance at Manchester City um, yeah. last week. Yeah, and yeah, fair enough. You know, City didn't take the chances, but then they, t- they took advantage. There was some good play there. Um, Tottenham was very good in the second half, mate. Very good. Yeah, they were. They were. They were. They were. Um, did Brendan Johnson looks the part now, doesn't he, for them? Son, yeah. it was unlucky that his own goal, it really how, was. How good was Kulisevsky throughout the game? Yeah, he's working hard because he, I think Kulisevsky realises, Craig, that if he wants to, he, he needs to change his play a little bit to fit into pe- to Ange's system. And clearly he wants to, Craig, which I think will delight Ange because, you know, um, these players, you know, the Ange's system isn't changing. So if you want to fit in that system, you have to change your play. And I think Kulisevsky is working really hard. I think he's doing his ass to him. So, yeah, I don't think there's any complaints. I mean, um, what, what, what was interesting was kind of he, he, was, he was working extra hard, wasn't he? And he was dropping onto Rodri and stopping Rodri from getting on the ball. I, I started, the tactics in the second half in particular for, for Tottenham were brilliant. Don't get me started on the fullbacks. Where where do those fullbacks play? It's, it's like it's like the right back comes and plays in front to shield the 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 the, the centre halves. But then the right back goes and plays like he's a number ten. Like where are these guys? So, I, I, yeah, I, I thought Poro. I'm disappointed. Poro needs to like he he's got the pace to stick with Doku. I think <clears throat> I think. Docker, I like Docker a lot, Craig. I'm not in Man City, but I think seems are a bit too respectful of him. And some of them, they're forgetting how to defend like a proper full, old-fashioned fullback. And I think Docker is taking advantage of that, Craig, because he doesn't come up against a proper fullback yeah. very often. So he's taking advantage of that. Um, in this game, Tottenham Newcastle. Newcastle have lost Nick Pope through injury. Um, Debravka will come in, which I think Debravka is you know, I think very well stocked in that goalkeeping department. Linked with David De Gea, they've been offered him, Craig. I'm not sure when Newcastle go down that route because I think they're fairly happy with Debravka. Yeah. In their goal, their goalkeeping department, they've got Debravka and Loris Carrius behind him. Newcastle are very yeah. well stocked. Yeah, yeah. I think they've got bigger issues to worry about. Um, well, yeah, I think the injury. No, I'm going to say one all draw here. I think. Um, oh, I don't know actually. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I think Newcastle's fullbacks are playing well. Trippier and Livermento. Yeah, one all draw for me. One all draw for me too, Graham. Um, and that's it for the Premier League. We're done just the Premier League. Fascinating weekend ahead. That is for sure. Carabao Cup. I'm just double, double checking it. Carabao Cup is not till the week after. Uh, when we'll be get looking forward to uh, some fascinating games in that competition, Craig. But on to 
On to Friday night, Coventry entertaining Birmingham yep. in a massive Midlands derby clash at the is it called the Coventry Building Site Arena still? Is it CBS? Yeah, it's his way. Um, Coventry, who've um lost to Ipswich last week, having been on a good run. Birmingham, Craig, who you know, it, it, it's not good. <laughs> Drew with Rotherham last week, Wayne Rooney. If it wasn't Wayne Rooney in charge here, Craig. He will be under massive pressure, but obviously they're going to give him the January window, Craig, um, to do stuff. So, um, but that January window isn't isn't here yet, and and Birmingham are going to get absolutely nothing from this game, Craig, and they're going to get a two 0 beating at the hands of their yeah. local rivals in this game. Yeah, I think uh, I think Coventry are going to win this game. Um, I, I think that four two turnaround that Birmingham at Blackburn will. I'm sure Coventry out to play against them, really, which was high press, get get overloads, get men into the box. I think Coventry will do that. Uh, I expect Hadji Wright to to really come good second half of the season. It's good play. It just needs time to adjust to the to the championship. Coventry three, Birmingham City one. On to Saturday games, we have two 12.30 kickoffs. Um, we'll start with Blackburn versus Leeds. I'm not sure why this one is a 12.30 kickoff. Um, but Blackburn entertaining Leeds. Obviously, I saw Leeds last week. Um, went to see Middlesbrough play there. Interesting team, Leeds, Craig. They really are. Yeah. They are. They are so. They've got so much pace in that team. Um, you know, I was watching with my son, and even, even he noticed how how quick they are on that on that counter attack. Absolutely oh, rapid, aren't they? Rapid with with, with James and Somerville, they really are. Um, they really are quick against this Blackburn team. Who Blackburn won't be able to cope with this pace and the pace in this team. Leeds have got so much strength and depth. I was saying to you off pod, Craig, where again I pointed to my son and said, "Look who they're bringing on." Leeds brought on Bamford and Gunanto. They brought on an England international and an Italian international in a Championship game. Which just sums up how much strength in depth they and the likes of Southampton and Leicester have got. Um, they're they're in great form. They're playing well. Far too good for Blackburn, um, who are just up and down. Um, Blackburn one, Leeds three. Yeah, I think there'll be loads of goals in this game, and I think Leeds will get the lion's share. I think Blackburn, Sammy Schwanick's having a, a, a great season in front of goal. Um, I just think these signs have been so good. Um, I tell you, I, I will, I, I will point out something, Craig. That midfield that they've got, in the way that Ampadu is their quarterback. Yeah, you know, but Glenn Kamara, and I'll say thanks to Glenn for he did sent me some tickets. Glenn Kamara was so good. Glenn Kamara, yeah, top player, mate. He worked so he, hard. He's so energetic. He so hard and. To sign him in this division, Craig, is that it's like, it's like these. Well, at least all three of these teams have got cheat codes anyway. But to yeah. sign him in this division, um, yeah, he he was he was so good. It was uh, he he was doing the job of two players, and uh, he and and having someone like that, Craig, is so important because it allows the rest of them to go charging up the field, doesn't it? It allows the rest. Of course, of them it to does. Go. Yeah, I think I think Blackburn will get two, and Leeds will get four. Blackburn two, Leeds United four. Just Sunderland versus West Brom, the well, sort of Tony Morbid derby. Unfortunately, Tony's not there anymore. West Sunderland part of company, you know, he it, it, it is one of these instances for me, Craig. And when we spoke about this, really, it's itchy fingers. Um, they've been trying to replace Tony Morbid since the summer. Uh, yeah, it's why this really is one. Some 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 cases, it's not a case that the grass isn't always greener. I think Sunderland will realize that here. Um, if you're going to sign handfuls of teenage players, then 
you shouldn't really have someone not far up the teenage teenage years to manage them. And they're going to go for a young coach. Is he the best person? I think they realise they got they've got this wrong. Um, you know, they they've this and this is this is Tony's team, but it's not his squad. He hasn't built this squad, Craig. You know, he's been having he's been dealt the cards that he's been given. He's been playing a brilliant hand. And I think the Sun no Southern fans weren't calling for this, I don't think. The majority weren't. And uh, West Brom will be, Carlos Corbin will be far too he'll 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 get the better of them this weekend. Um Sunderland nil West Brom too. And I think um yeah, Sunderland's um Sunderland's playoff hopes um evaporated this week, Craig, for me. Um look it, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do next. Um I think that's only did a magnificent job at Sunderland. They overachieved last year by getting into the playoffs. It was a massive overachievement. Um, mm-hmm. th- this season, look, and I, I think I'd said to you off pod, Graham, in, in previous weeks, if Sunderland uh, had signed a recognised strike, like a, a, a real strong championship level or elite championship level Premier League standards, like low Premier League standard number nine, that they could have challenged the top three this season because of the the the, the pace, the dynamism, the the, the technical. Well, I said the, the three are. points up. The three 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 points three up. Points of now. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, look, they, they don't have a striker, um, and I've watched them live a number of times, and the the the, 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 the genuinely genuinely create. Challenge. I think if you look at the XG, I know you're not a fan of XG, Graham, but what XG suggests for Sunderland is they've got the third best XG in the league, and that that. That shows that they're not firing in front of goal. Now, the um, Mayenda, young Mayenda, who's you know been injured, he looks the one that's got real quality. Graham, he does look like he's a good football player, but he's 18 years of age and he's never scored goals at a level mm-hmm. before. So I think he will come good for Sunderland in time. Um, West Brom, on uh, they're, they're the they're the opposite argument of Sunderland. They they're just littered with experienced players. You know. Uh, Kyle Bartley, uh, Sammy Adji, um, Martin, so unlucky last week. Again, they were so unlucky. Oh, last, they were so unlucky last week, weren't they? The you, were. you know, the, 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 the likes punch, of sucker punch, weren't they? Then you look at Alex Moore, John Swift, Jed Wallace, mate, and then yeah, got former Sunderland striker Josh Madger, uh, who scored against Leicester, didn't he? I think he'll come back and score again. I think, I think Sunderland will fail to score, and West Brom will score too. Um, Sunderland nil, West Brom two. Cardiff entertain Leicester, Leicester, Cardiff entertain Millwall. So Leicester on the mind after they beat West Brom. Cardiff entertaining Millwall. Good game, Wales. Yeah, yeah, Millwall. Um, they had to draw with Sunderland last week, which is um, one one thing I predicted because they're, they're a tough team. Cardiff have lost two in a row now, but you know that's against West Brom and Southampton. I think they're a tough team. I think Cardiff will just have too much from here, Craig. Yeah, I think they're a better team at home. Cardiff two, Millwall nil. Um. Yeah, I agree. I think Cardiff have too much for them. Uh, Cardiff two, Millwall nil. Huddersfield taking on Bristol City. Bristol City under Liam Manning um hasn't gone well for them so far. Lost the last two. Lost against Norwich at home, which was um a really interesting one. Having taken the lead, they allowed that to slip. Uh, same old problems with Bristol City. Going to Huddersfield, who are, who were. Darren Moore's making them hard to beat, Craig. They really are. I don't see Bristol City winning here. I think Huddersfield could beat them here, Craig. I'm going to say Huddersfield won Bristol City nil. I don't see Bristol City um, breaking them down. Um, actually, I, I think Darren Moore's 
doing a solid job at Huddersfield. They're not very good on the eye, Graham. It's got to say. Um, no, no. Uh, oh, you know, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You couldn't pay me. You couldn't pay me to watch this game. But <laughs> no, look. I think he's getting the best out of the bunch, best out of the group. Um, Bristol City have got far more quality than them, but I think Huddersfield will, will nullify that. Huddersfield won, Bristol City won. On to Leicester hosting Plymouth Argyle. Plymouth, who got the win last week, as one of us predicted, um, against Stoke. Yeah. Um, Adam Randall, what a season. Hats off to him, by the way. Adam Randall, what a good player he is. He's, 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 he's coming back from injury a little bit, but he scored the winner last week. Plymouth are, Plymouth are doing, I mean, doing such a great job. They really are. Um, 16th in the table. They're not going to get relegated, Craig. No. Which is their aim for the season. Um, that said, they're gonna, Le- Leicester is just so... Leicester aren't, pl- aren't playing that well, Craig, but, you know, they can go to West Brom, sneak a win. Harry Winks, who tried his best... <laughs> when I was watching that game, did you see that final goal, Craig? Yeah. He, he, looked, he, he, tried, he tried his best to miss that final goal, didn't he? It was funny. Sure it, was. it was funny. Um, Leicester, yeah, they won't hammer Plymouth here, but they'll have too much for them. Leicester, <coughs> Leicester, three, Plymouth, one. Yeah, I don't know how many games that uh, Harry Winks played for, for Tottenham, but I'm going to suggest it's over 100. I don't think he scored a goal for them. I don't think he actually scored. Um, but we know that he, he did get a goal for England, didn't he, in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a friendly, I think. But he scored two goals for Leicester in, in, in 20 games or so this season. And a fair play to him but again you know it's what Leicester can do they can go and sign a former England international at 20 26 years of age and play him in the in the in the, in the championship the, the one player who I think is is their best player is Dewsbury Hall Graham uh, you know we we, we discussed at the mm-hmm. beginning of the season uh, the importance of keeping him um, he obviously knows the league having had that season at Luton didn't he Man, he's been brilliant uh, he has been brilliant they the West Brom game was a bit of a smash and grab. Um, Leicester, you know, they're not playing well, but they're, they're grinding out results. They will, they will beat Plymouth four-one. Leicester four, Plymouth one. Just, just so much both in quality, mate. On to Middlesbrough versus Ipswich Town at the Riverside. Michael Carrick taking on Kieran McKenna. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer's two former assistants. Yeah, know each other really well. It's an interesting game. This one, Craig. Obviously, I was at the Leeds game last week for Middlesbrough. Um, Middlesbrough were, and I have to say, Latila had what his his best game in a Middlesbrough shirt. He looked the danger. Looked lively, turning, didn't he? He was doing the right things. He he was, but Middlesbrough's defending Craig was absolutely woeful. I'm talking yeah. woeful defending. Um, and I tell you, who contributed uh, in the midfield? Johnny Housen was fantastic. Dan Balassa. His distribution was terrible. He was giving the ball away at every opportunity. But the two fullbacks, Greg, were awful for Middlesbrough. They really, it was uh, Dagsteel and uh, Bangura. Leeds were just tearing them apart at will. Yeah. And, I, and I worry for them this weekend, Craig. The injuries are catching up. You know, Lenahan's out for the season. Tommy Smith's out. And the Middlesbrough, they're handcuffed at the minute. They can't do anything. We get Greenwood back. They get Greenwood back for this game. He'll be a big... McNair injured as well, Graham. Yeah, he, he hurt his back, Craig. He went down and he put his hand up. So you know for a fine, well, Paddy McNair. And 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 you needed so you missed that experience as Vandenberg. Yeah. You need that experience next to him. Um, you know, it, it was a tough one because you had Morgan Rodgers in there. Who I, th- I think you know they're missing so many players, Middlesbrough now from from the Riley McGree. I said Lenhan and Smith. We said McNair. These are really Marcus Fors yeah. is injured. Marcus Fors still injured, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah. Um, they're, they're missing so many important players. I worry about me. I, 
I think Ipswich are coming in this full of full of full of confidence, Craig. Full of belief that they can get something here. They beat Mill. They've got the Millwall and Coventry. They beat Millwall and Coventry. So coming to Millsville and the whole no fears for Ipswich here, Craig. Oh, I'm hoping for a draw here, Craig. I'm going to say one all, but I really fear for Middlesbrough this weekend. I'm going to say one all, but I really hope we can get something. It, 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 it's ironic, isn't it, that um, that Ipswich midfield is uh, Sam Morsey and Massimo Lugano. Not too far apart, yeah. Two, you know, yeah. One, one of them being Lugano, who couldn't get into the Middlesbrough team. Could I don't think he played a minute in the in the time he was he was there. And Sam Morsey was signed and quickly moved on. Um, actually, I actually thought Morsey was 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 decent for Bury. Certainly, was combative. Um, I, I think Middlesbrough are better than Ipswich all round the football pitch. Uh, but Ipswich have got one thing that even even with these injuries. Yeah, great. I do. I think the matter. But what okay. what what they don't have is they don't have that um, that confidence that um, no Ipswich uh, have got flowing through their veins. I think Borough got to cause an upset here. Middlesbrough two, Ipswich one. Yeah, it's an upset. I think actually, I think Borough are favourites. Actually, I think I think oh. I was worried about the other one. I think they are favourites. Yeah, been at home. It's an interesting one. There, uh, fingers crossed. But yeah, I do fear for Borough this weekend. Norwich hosting Preston at Car Road. Norwich, um, they're getting the form back now, Craig. As as we predicted, the would. You know, three wins in the last four. They're scoring plenty of goals. I like Norwich going forward. I think they're a threat. I think Norwich will have too much for Preston. No, I think we might see. I think we might see. Um, the lot. Of, you see these games where Norwich are involved in lots. I think Preston will score. I'm going to say Norwich three, Preston two. Yeah, two two one to Norwich for me, Graham. Um, I just think they're they're, they're a, a really good team and um, Gabriel Sarr in midfield is one of my favourite players in the Championship um, mm-hmm. and. I think I've said this to you, you know, if not on the pod, then certainly private, he will go to the Premier League. He he is a Premier League player in the making. He's 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 a great pickup by it's like a, it's like the new, new Bundir, isn't it? New, new yeah, Bundir. he's very, 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 very good. Um QPR hosting Hull City. Uh, the former Loftus Road, it's got a new, new name now. I do beg your pardon, QPR. I can't remember what the new name of it is. It's got some sort of um um, sponsor's name to it, which I, oh. I do. I oh, see the the, the Matrade Loftus Road. There we go. I'll Interesting. Do give you, you applaud it. It's the Matrade Loftus Road. Um, QPR, you have a new manager. Yeah, we said the other week, Craig, he was doing a great job. Um, yeah, I, picked Prest- I, I, I picked him to beat Preston. Cafuentes, it's called. Um, yeah. Doing a good job. But against the Hull team, one of our favourite teams in this division, Craig, you know, Hull had that surprising loss to Watford. It really did. Yeah. Um, that's it. I think Hull bounce back here, but did they get the win at QPR? I think QPR are a good, decent team. Yeah, I do. I think I think Hull are a better team, Craig. QPR one, Hull two. I think it'll be a cracking game. Two teams playing good football, but I just think Hull will have too much for them. Yeah, Grim. I think I think Hull are the better team. But I think QPR are in a relegation dogfight, and this is the kind of game they'll target to win. And because of that, they will just QPR two, Hull one. I think Hull will have the possession. Hull will have the stats. In their favour, uh, but QPR will come out on top probably with a, a Lyndon Dykes brace. 
it's interesting that relegation scrap, Craig, because one of the teams who are now firmly in this relegation battle, Craig, is Swansea City. Yeah. They travel to Rotherham United. Swansea on 21 points, QPR on 16, so currently five points off it. And Rotherham, obviously, are second bottom. They're firmly in it. Two majorless teams here, Greg. Rotherham haven't yeah. appointed their manager yet. We understand Liam Richardson is one of two final candidates for that job to replace Matty Taylor. Swansea replaced Michael Duff this week, which um, from the outside, it seems harsh, Craig, but actually from listening to a lot of Swansea fans and looking, um, he, he, they needed this to happen. They weren't happy with what was happening. It was a very strange choice to Swansea fans. Was it's a very strange choice of manager to come in. Um, you know, it didn't work at all for this squad. I think they had good enough squad to stay up. Um, I don't see this being a classic, Craig, by any means. Nil-nil for me. Yeah, South one all. What one all for me? I think I think Rotherham will be in more need of the the win than Swansea. Swansea will take a draw. I would imagine Graham. Um, got a much higher budget, uh, much higher saving. Players are earning considerably more. Transfer fees paid. Um, do you know what, Graham? I want to change that and say Rotherham are going to win because I think they'll be more up for it. Rotherham two, Swansea one, simply because Rotherham need the win. They absolutely need. They can't afford to lose this. Um, two one run, and we don't think Mike Duff will be out for too long, do we? Once he gets the right club, he'll, he'll do well at the right club. Yeah, that's not again, Graham. He, he was brought in by sporting director and data people, and they, they've recruited the players, and then they've parted company with him, in, in my opinion, very quickly. And I, I understand Swansea's supporters demand a certain style of football. I, I, Graham, I totally get that, right? Um, so then you've got to question, why do you bring in Michael Duff in the first place, knowing how he ever wants to play? The squad of players never suited him, did it? No, it, it does, but again, and, and if they want to allow Michael Duff to implement his style of play, then they've got to give him a minimum, minimum three transfer windows to get the kind of players in that he wants. The problem is with, with, with this, and I've said this many times, is when... When a sporting director or technical director or dance football are not aligned with the, the coach manager in terms of the recruitment strategy and the style of play, then it, it goes it goes around. It, it's it's normally the manager or head coach that's let down um, because mm-hmm. it's someone else bringing in the players, and then unbelievably it's 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 the the head coach, the manager that that loses the job. But that's that's football. Yeah, and talk about teams who are in trouble um, and managers who are in trouble, Craig, because Alex Neal um, at Stoke City. Stoke, who are a very strange team, Craig. They've lost the last three. They they are now in 20th, Craig. They're banging trouble, Stoke City, which is bizarre, Craig, because, you know, I, th- I think it's cause, probably because they always do well against our, our Middlesbrough, Craig, but... Uh, uh, they can look so good on the day, Stoke. They can beat anyone in this division. They really can. It's just not working for them. It's not happening. I really don't know what's going on here. Um, and they're fortunate for him against Sheffield Wednesday this weekend. I think they're going to win this, Craig. But Stoke's a very strange one. I think um, Alex Neal needs to be careful here. But, yeah, they beat Sheffield, who I've already crowned less reported, Craig. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm already crowning... I'm crowning Sheffield Wednesday relegated. I know they yeah. beat Blackburn last time. I know they got some results, but they're down. The but, ten, the ten, um, the ten points. Stoke two, yeah. Stoke two, two, Sheffield Wednesday one. Carry on fighting a little bit. Yeah, it's still, very strange team, Stoke though. Yeah, I think I think Stoke will get a reprieve just in this game. They'll beat Sheffield Wednesday handsomely three 0 Um, Sheffield Wednesday, 
unfortunately, in my opinion, are the, the worst team in the league. Yeah, Watford taking on Southampton at Vicarage Road. Tough little trip for Southampton, Craig. Watford are playing quite well now. And we, we always do get a decent squad, to be fair to them anyway. So, yeah, um, I don't think Russell Martin will be underestimating this. Um, Watford up to 10th now, Craig. Fair yeah. play for yeah. The players are obviously listening to him now. And, and they're a danger, Craig, Watford. Cause they've, they've got good players, Craig. You know, outside them big three, you know, West Brom, Watford. I think Watford have got one of the better squads in this division. They really have. Um, oh, tough, good game this one, Craig. Yeah, it's a real contrasting styles of play. Which one wins out? I'm gonna go. You know, I think Southampton will wouldn't see out see out here. Watford one, Southampton two. I just think the football will will get them over the line. Be a good game, though. Yeah, I think I think on their day, Watford can beat anybody in this division. Right, they, 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 the players they have, they can beat any team in this division. Those days don't come often enough. That's that's, that's the problem. They're on a good run of form. Um, they've only lost once in the last seven, I think, Graham, and that was to Leicester. Um, I think Watford beat Southampton here. Watford, Watford three, Southampton one. Interesting. <coughs> on to League One. Um, Blackpool entertain Carlisle United at Bloomfield Road in a northwest battle. Blackpool edge of the playoffs. You know, it's it's been it's been going quite well under Neil Christie. I think he knows what he's doing there. Yeah, he knows what he's doing there. It's a good fit. It's a right club for him. Carlisle not playing badly though, Craig. They had a bad loss to Reading last week, but just not quite scoring enough goals really. Um, Blackpool two, Carlisle nil. Unfortunately for Paul Simpson. Blackpool four, Carlisle nil. And Carlisle taken over, Graham, by the uh, American family. Oh, really? Who Carlisle? Yeah, the oh, okay. Pitiak family have bought, um, have bought Carlisle United. I uh, did not see that coming. So um, I, I believe uh, that, you know, the real strong people, strong values. Um, and their aim is to keep staying in the division this year. So I expect Paul Simpson to be given some, some funds in January, mate. And, you know, people, we're from the north, so we know it, Craig. Carlisle are a bigger club than people think. They're a Big huge club. city. Got a huge, they've got a huge catchment area. And, and although although in the northwest, really, they're, the people around the area, it's too far away for them to go to, like, say, Manchester and Liverpool for other teams. So they have, they've got a huge catchment on the Carlisle. They really, they really yeah. are a big sleeping giant there. Um, Bristol Rovers entertaining Cheltenham Town. Matty Taylor, obviously, um, in charge now. He got the draw with Leighton Orient in his first game, which which was needed. Um, Cheltenham, who are, who really have reacted to Daryl Clark, Craig, the uh, yeah. one of the form teams. They had that loss to Cheltenham last week, but yeah, they're a tough team to play against now. Um, Daryl Clark, obviously going back to one of his former teams, isn't he, Craig? Here? Um, I think he gets a draw as well. Bristol was one, Cheltenham one. Different team now under him. Yeah, I think Bristol Rovers are going to win this game. Bristol Rovers won Cheltenham too. Just fancy Bristol Rovers on the day to to get a result, Graham. Burton taking on Stevenage at home. Sorry, uh, I was something else. Burton, yeah, they've lost three in a row here, Craig. Four the last five. Going to lose again. They're really stumbling. They're stumbling a little bit here. Um, you know, they had a very good start of the season. It was always going to be very hard to keep it up. 
Yeah. Stevenage um, undefeated in the last six. Had a nice draw with Peter last time out. Yeah, it's a great draw. Um, yeah, you, you'd have to go Stevenage here, wouldn't you? I'm going to yeah. Burton one, Stevenage two. Yeah, uh, Burton nil, Stevenage two. I think Steve Evans has done an unbelievable job, Graham. An absolutely unbelievable job. He really has. He really has. Uh, Charlton taking on Cambridge at the Valley. Cambridge, who've just appointed Neil Harris as manager. Yeah. Um, taking over from Mac Bonner. Um, it's a tough act to follow there. Mac Bonner is doing really well at Cambridge under the circumstance. Or oh, is there going to be a bounce effect with the new manager here? No, I don't see it. I think I think Charlton are playing pretty well under Mike Lapton. I think he had a good squad, some very good young players there at yeah. Charlton. I think they'll see Cambridge off 2 0. Yeah, Alf, Alfie May guarantees you goals, doesn't he, at this level, Graham? And I think he'll get goals again. Um, Cambridge 2. Um, sorry, Charlton 2, Cambridge 0. Sorry, 2 0. Except Port Vale. Wow, well, uh, extraordinary. This is 19th versus 20th grade. Yeah, start the season off so yeah. well. Two of the worst teams in the division in the form table wise here. Oh, two, two poor teams at the minute, Craig. No, Exeter had that 7 0 loss um, against Bolton the other week. Port Vale, look at, I don't see Port Vale losing. I think Port Vale are a better team, but I'm going to say 0 0. Um, I think Port Vale are marginally the better team, but I think Exeter will have this down, Graham, as a must-win game. This is a must-win game, and they will get the win. Exeter 2, Port Vale 1. Later now, Derby County. Derby County, up and down in form, managed to sneak their way back into the playoffs. Um, excellent win over Port Vale last time out. Four wins on the spin now, um, Port Warren's men. Oh, Tough trip to Leighton Orient, though. Leighton Orient, you know, they're getting, Leighton Orient just getting settled at this level, aren't they, Craig? Yeah. You know, I yeah. think Richie, Richie Wellens, that was, his, that was his mark for the season, was to stay up. They will stay up. I think they'll take some of Derby here. I think they might beat Derby 2 1. Ooh. I think, oh, gosh, Grim, I think Derby won't lose this. They can't lose it. But I don't think we're going to win either. Um, they say Orient coming to grips with the the league. Orient won Derby one. Northampton attending at Fleetwood at Sixfields. Northampton lost heavily last time at Portsmouth, but ended a good run of form for them. Um, I just think they'll be too good for Fleetwood here. Northampton at home, Hoskins, Hoskins, Pinnock, etc. Yeah. Northampton three nil. Northampton two two nil. Yeah, two nil. I was going for. Yeah, great. Um, Peter Brock. Peter, I'm just saying, I, I just think Northampton um, will in, inflict the third 3-0 turnaround that Fleetwood have uh, received in uh, the last three league games. Currently 13th Northampton. I don't think it should be overlooked. They're doing a very good job in this division now. They, they yeah. didn't spend an awful lot of money in the summer, did they? No. So I think no. they're... Um, is it John Brady's in charge? Yes, there, he is. He, at the moment. Yeah. Um, he's doing a good job with the former Northampton man. So yeah, credit to him because they've got them in mid-table, which is um, a huge bonus for them. Peterborough taking on Oxford at London Road. Uh, good Goals. game, this one. Fifth Goals. versus... Fifth versus Fifth versus third, Des Buckingham. Um, bit of an up and down one since he took charge, but an excellent draw with Bolton last time out, Craig. So I think that's a yeah. really good result for him. Des Buckingham, it shows that the players are the players are listening to him, they're playing for him. I don't think Oxford lose this. One old one old draw for me. Mm, I think I think Peter are gonna win, Graham. Uh, I just think Peter will go goals crazy. Peterborough three, Oxford two. 
should be a really good game. Reading, Barnsley, Reading. Um, do we do we look at a takeover recently, Craig? Um, it's, it's not done, I believe, Craig. Listen, I, Graham, I, I, Graham, I'm told that they're facing another points deduction um, at, at, at Reading. Um, you know. Oh, it looks apparently it's in doubt after the Reading owner, Dalyong, um, changed bits in the. That's not, that's a hor- horrific to find out that he's changing details in the deal later on, which is not a surprise given his steward- stewardship of the club is dreadful. Yeah, we look at we look at two clubs here and how they run, how Barnsley run, and how Reading are run, and uh, mm. you, you couldn't find more contrasting ownership models. Reading, so Reading have won their last two games, Craig. They have they yeah. won last one in four. They've got a they've got a de- they've got a decent team there. They really like you know likes of Savage and Wing in there. They, yeah. they, they are, squad-wise, they're better than most of the teams down there. Um, Barnsley, who haven't kicked on, you know, Barnsley they've slipped up a lot of draws when they shouldn't be drawing you know against likes of Fleetwood and Leighton Orient yeah. Barnsley need to win in these games Craig Yeah, if they want to get back in the playoffs I think they might I think they might see another draw one all um, yeah I mean Barnsley's form isn't great Graham they've, 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 what, they've won in the last the goals have dried up for Devante goals, goals, have, dr- goals have dried up um, nil nil Wigan Taking on Lincoln, uh, Wigan in four in fourteenth with their minus eight, they would be eighth. Wigan are playing well, one of the form teams in the division, undefeated in four. Good win over Fleetwood last time out. We're home to Lincoln, who um, Skabula um, in there now. Decent results, you know, for him since he came in from Leeds. Yeah. Beat Cambridge last time out. I'm gonna say Wigan edge this one though, two one. Do you know what will be will uh, be interesting? Two two former Middlesbrough youth team teammates, Adam Jackson and Charlie White, will go up against each other in this game. Graham, obviously Charlie centre forward for for Wigan and Adam Jackson centre back for Lincoln. Um, you know, good friends off the pitch too. It'd be a great game. Um, Wigan slight favourites, I would suggest. Um, but I think Lincoln are going to get a draw here. Wigan one, Lincoln one. Wickham. Taking on Shrewsbury in Buckinghamshire, the chair boys in fifteenth, doing okay. Shrewsbury twelfth. You know, they're both hovering hovering around. Wickham yeah. have had a bad run of form lately. They're up and down this season. Very up and down. They need to, yeah, they need to get back to some sort of form. I think they might here. I'm I don't know why. I think we can might edge it two one. One all draw, Graham. I don't fancy either of them to, to get a win. Uh, on to Monday night game, Craig. Great game. Of the weekend in the e- game of the weekend in the EFL. We f- we see top of the table, Portsmouth taking on second place, Bolton. Oh, Bolton top of the form table. Portsmouth, who they've only lost one this season. And uh, the way they've reacted, Craig, has been wonderful. That 3-0 win at Northampton shouldn't be overlooked. That was a tremendous performance by Portsmouth. Oh, this is going to be really nip and tuck. <laughs> I think Portsmouth might edge it one now. Three two, three two Portsmouth game should be a cracking game. Should be an absolutely brilliant game. Uh, I just don't think it's got enough Pompey to to warrant that. But yeah, it'd be a good, be a fantastic. I'm well played, guys. Boys, we do criticise them regularly yeah. for some of those games they pick. So well done to you. This is a great game, which I think a lot of us hopefully will watch on Monday night. It should be a great advert for lower league EFL football. Not agree to League Two. Accrington Stanley taking on Doncaster Rovers. Donc- Accrington back into ninth. Doncaster, Grant McCann is still 
still in there, isn't he? They keep giving yeah. him his chance up and yeah. down, Don Donny. Do you know what? I, it sounds stupid. I can see Donny is up and down the air. I can see them making a late charge for the playoffs. You know, I think they're the ones who we won't talk about until probably the last day of the season. Yeah, might be that might be the first time they get into the playoffs against an Accrington team who he lost the last two games, not going well. I think it'll be a draw here. One all. Ooh, um, Accrington two, Donny one. I, I just think Accrington need the points, Graham. Um, and they'll get the points as they propel themselves towards those playoff positions. Two one. We saw the um, Wimbledon beat Ramsgate in the FA Cup. Yeah. In in midweek, Craig. Um, and then they come into this game now against Swindon Town. Who, you know, Swindon are up there, Craig. You know, the edge of the playoffs. I think Mickey Flint's done a decent job since going in there. Yeah. Um, one beat Man beat Mansfield, obviously. To beat Accrington last time, Al Hamadi's playing well for Wimbledon. But Graham, um, Graham, do you know what, think, mate? I'm, I'm, to, I'm told that he will be leaving in January for 1.5 million. And what, a, what, what, a, what an amount of money really? that will be for? Yeah, what an amount of money that'll be for Wimbledon. Um, having received 1.25 million last season, didn't they? When they uh, for they, Jack Redon, Jack no, sold Asel. Uh, into uh, oh yeah, quite sort to abroad, to abroad, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah he's, he's done very yeah, well. Comedy, he's, he, yeah, he's, play, he's playing well. He did well on TV game, but um, I just don't think Wimbledon are good enough in the league. Oh, I don't know. It could be a good game this one. Maybe the the, inter- the interesting the, the interesting thing as well is that um, of course the the top goal scorer in in League Two uh, is of course um, Jake Young. Who's scored mm-hmm. 16 league goals for Swindon in 16 starts? He's heading back to Bradford in January. Bradford are recalling him from his loan spell, uh, and he will be going and, and maybe charging them up the up the table. Isn't it crazy mm-hmm. that they've allowed him to go out on loan? He scored 16 goals. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, well, I think there's always going to be a recall clause in these deals at some point, Craig. Yeah. So you can't blame Swindon, I guess. Oh no, no, um, no. I'm saying it's crazy from Bradford in the first yeah, place, exactly. mate. I think I think Swindon get the win, no, Craig. Here, I'm thinking they're going to edge it two one. Women one, Swindon two. Yeah, two two for me. Both 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 strikers on the score sheet. Barrow taking on Chilling and Barrow, the word of victims of a cup knockout to an informed yeah. Maidstone United, but Barrow are the form team in League Two, Craig. Yeah, sit at the top of the form table. What a job Pete Wilde is doing here. He's not, he really isn't getting the credit he deserves. Entertaining Gillingham in seventh, a tough, tough trip. I think I think Barrow are utilising the fact how much of a tough trip it is up there, Craig. And yeah, Gillingham, they're a good team, Craig. We know they are the capable of victories. They're going to get absolutely nothing in Cumbria here. It's going to be a wet and wild game and Barrow are going to win 2-0. Um... Bar- and possibly go above the mighty Wrexham. Barrow going above Wrexham, can you imagine? Yeah, Barrow to win 3-0. Bradford taking on Salford City, Craig. Um, at Bridge match. Valley Parade. Oh, yes, of course it's great. So, then again, Salford sacked that many matches. They, they <laughs> yeah. have this every week. I know. First, first I know. Uh, Bradford. Still, Bradford still looking for their first win under Graham Alexander? No, no. Is that right? No. Oh, did, oh sorry, no. two months right. Yeah, sorry, that was before. I was thinking last week, that was before the Atkinson game, wasn't it? Yeah. And then they've had two wins. Yeah. Salford, who were just... From my understanding, Craig, they've turned into a bit of a long ball team, Salford, um, recently with uh, Matt. Is it Matt Smith up front? Yeah, I mean, you've got to play to your strengths, but 
they find themselves currently 18th in the league, Graham, and I think they'll lose again at the weekend. That, that's not that's not that's not what was sold on the packaging, was it, Craig? That wasn't nope. what was sold on the packaging. See, Salford fans who've had to um, see their identity I, I get, I think, do, do you know and, and mashed up. And Graham, I, th- I think what you what you see is is you see the likes of Notts County, Stockport County, and Wrexham, and how they've progressed from the conference. Uh, into into League Two, into League Football, and how well they are doing compared to Salford, and and sometimes it is the size of the club. Because Stockport County, Wrexham, and Notts County are massive clubs. Where mm-hmm. respect Salford, they're a small non-league club. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and they'll be putting their place again this weekend. Because talking big clubs, Bradford, biggest club in the division, are going to beat them three 0 here. Yeah, I think Bradford win this game 2-0. I don't see them conceding. Colchester entertaining Crawley, Matt Anthony and Effrington at the helm, mm-hmm. bidding to keep Colchester in, in the, the division. It's going to be a long long yeah, it's going to be a long struggle. Crawley um doing okay in mid table. Um tough game to call. It's on a bad defeat to County, but Crawley team to beat teams who they should. Been away from home. I'm going to give Colchester a draw here, one all. Yeah, I'm going to say a draw as well, Graham. One all. Colchester should be trying. Is to that good? Well, isn't that Ma- wasn't Matty Evans and that Crawley for a little bit, Craig? Yeah, I believe he was. Yeah. And yes, it's a bit of a grudge. Another another grudge match here. Another grudge match. One one all draw, pal. Another grudge game here. Um, interesting game here, Craig. Um, I I think this will be one where I think if if Dale Vince allows it, we'll see more home fans. More away fans and home fans yep. at the new lawn. Yeah, as, as far and I, I suspect, given the businessman that he is, he will allow this. Um, Forest Green take on Wrexham. I imagine it'll be one of the biggest crowds of the season we see at the yep. new lawn. Forest Green, you know, the, the battling Greg, crazy you know, here, Bradford. Yeah, the battling, the good little draw. Um, I'll say Forest Green one, Wrexham three. Yeah, Forest Green nil, Wrexham three. I think Wrexham have far, far, far too much for them. It's one game where I think the likes of the manager for Bats will be looking at it saying, look, this promotion campaign in this division could come down to goal difference, so they will be looking to get goals here. Yeah. Grimsby entertaining crew at Blundell Park. You look at the manager situation here as well. Um, former crew manager David Artel has, has gone into Grimsby this week. He has, yes. Um, Coming up against his old team in his first game. Yeah, his old team is going to do him no favours here. By far the better team, Crew. Crew are really strong now. I I really like the way they play, Craig. You know, they've got a good squad there now. It's Lee Johnson in charge, isn't Lee Bell, sorry, Lee Bell, I do apologise. He's doing a fantastic job there, playing good football. One of the, secretly one of the best teams in this division, Craig Crew. They really have stuck up on teams. Um, and they'll play Grimsby off the park here in a 2 0 win. Um, do you know what, Grimsby? I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. I think it's got Grimsby are banging. They're banging trouble. Grimsby are banging. Yeah, they are, yeah they've, got, they've got to stay up. They've, they've, got, they've got a decent budget for the level this season. Only four, only, four, only four wins, Craig. They've got the same wins as Forest Green. I know. That's shocking. I know. Um, do you know what? I think they're going to get a shock win here, Grim. Grimsby 2, Crew 1. Interesting. Um, good game here going on at, at Mansfield, at Field Mill. Mansfield entertaining MK Dons. 
Mansfield have lost their unbeaten record recently, but then they they came back with a draw, so it's important not to lose back to back games, yeah. isn't it, in this league, Craig? MK Dons are playing they're a good team now, Craig. under Mike Williamson, Strawberry Grinsby. Yeah. Um this is a good game, Miss, you know. Yeah, be a be um, really because when the MK Dons have got some very good players, Craig. They've got a better squad, they've got a real player, they've got a top six squad here, they really have. Yep. But so Mansur, I think I'm gonna say two Oh, I'm gonna say two all. I'm gonna say MK might get something. They might get something. They might get something. Yeah, I'm I'm 100 going two two. Um, I think it'd be a really 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 good game of football. On to, I'm just I was just sorry I was just looking at some. What's your favourite Mark? Mighty, for the, for the, for, I was just looking at some games. Mark and Mighty in Stockport. There'll be a few fans there from Stockport having yeah. a day out on the south coast. I don't think they'll be eating much ice cream though. Um, <coughs> Mark and who? The Jed Brennan. They haven't got going yet, have the Craig? Really? No. They lost it. Lost. It's a real disappointing loss for them in midweek against Newport County, having taken the lead, having Mickey Mellon there. I guess well, he, he's obviously he's going to be trying to do things slightly different to 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 Derek Adams, Craig. So the players will take a little bit of time to get used yeah. to that. They obviously they, they won in the cup though, didn't they? They got through in the cup, Markham. Yeah. So they've got um, they're in the third round here. Um, yeah, I'm going to say Stockport win obviously because they're playing so well, Craig, and they beat most teams. So we're going yeah. to Stockport. Markham, Markham nil, Stockport two. Jed Brandon really has to get this sorted out though. Wait, wait, if it, any any hopes to get in any hopes to get in the playoffs, it needs to get started pretty quickly. Yeah, are, are, you, are you ready for this? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna surprise you now. Even with your dog barking in the background, it'll be a brilliant surprise. This is the game I'm going to at the weekend. Oh, oh wow! I'm surprised. I'm, well, I hope you're going. To, I hope you're going in disguise. Chris. I'm, 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 I'm. I'll be wearing a hat and sunglasses uh, as I'm going for Morecambe One, Stockport Four. There, you're going to this game. I hope they throw you out, Craig. I really do. Disgusting. Um, I think it'd be interesting to see. You have to let me know how. I hope how Mellon, Mickey Mel, Michael Mellon is going to be under your gears because I think he's a fantastic prospect. Yeah, he looks, he looks a player. Um, yeah. Not County hosting Walsall. Not County of. You know, they've had some poor results, Craig. At times, Not County. Yeah, it hasn't quite. Gone there. I do wonder if they're going to splash the cash a little bit in January. You know, they've that that loss to um, Wimbledon was really bad. Yeah, defensively they are a bit sus- they are a bit suspect for me defensively, but they're yeah. too much for Walsall here, Craig. Uh, Notts County three, Walsall nil. Yeah, three one to Notts County. I, I just think the attacking options that they've got will uh, will cause all kinds of problems. Um, it's just defensively that I think they do need some some real reinforcements in January, and they can get promoted. Yeah, interesting here. We have um, Harrogate, Craig, who who travelled to Sutton United, Sutton bottom of the table, Sutton who were, who were carrying on. But Harrogate really outperforming themselves, Craig. I think the 10 points clear is Sutton, who were bottom, yeah. playing really well. You know, Luke Armstrong's situation, Harrogate had to battle with. I think, I think they've been one of the best, one of surprise packages this season, Craig. Only one defeat in the last four. I think they, they drew with Wrexham last time out, which was a brilliant performance from Harrogate. Really good stuff. Are they going to get against Sutton? Craig, who... Sutton, Sutton they're the... They really have. The the Sutton are undefeated in five. Craig, yep. they've had four one all draws in a yep. row. 
Yeah. And I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see a fifth. Sutton one, Harrogate one for a fifth one all draw. But I tell you what, at the bottom, Craig, when you don't get many wins, these draws are adding up to Sutton and now Sutton yep. are climbing their way back into contention here. So fair play to them. Yeah, I think I think Sutton are gonna win Grim. I think Sutton two, Harrogate one. I think the, the the win last week in the FA Cup will give them a bit of confidence. Sutton go marching on and Harrogate get a bloody nose. On to Tramme, last game of the weekend, Craig. I'm just double-checking there's any Sunday games. No, this is the last, is last game. So this is the last game of the weekend. Tramme are taking on Newport County. Newport, who were, you had some good results in Newport. They really have. They're, they're not in any danger. They are where they are. Tramme, who are banging danger, Craig. Yeah. They're on a good run of form, though. Undefeated in four, beat Gillingham, two with Mansfield. Yeah. I think Tramme are the ones Bro. who are going to really ease away from this. Um, 2-1 for me, Tramme. Tramme are two, Newport one. Yeah, I just I, I know they've got three against Gillingham. They've, they've not scored enough goals to make them Tramia. Um one all draw. Tramia one, Newport County one. Well, that's just done for the weekend, Craig. So enjoy wherever you're going. Um, I'm gonna have a wonderful birthday weekend, Craig. It's my birthday Saturday, so I'm gonna be out um enjoying myself somewhere. So I hope um, to be celebrating a borough win somewhere oh. and and have a one I didn't know you're going to Markham, so bring bring me something nice back, Craig, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, go- I'm going to Morecambe on Saturday and I'm going to Doha on Sunday. Uh, the two couldn't be any more contrasting, could they? Um, but, mate, have a wonderful birthday weekend. And I, hope I hope to see you at least. I hope, I, well, I, I, hope, I hope my present comes from Doha rather than Morecambe then, Greg. You're going to buy me something. <laughs> Make sure it's from Doha. <laughs> uh, listen, enjoy your birthday weekend and I really hope you celebrate a miserable win. Have a great weekend, guys. Have a great weekend, Graham. Cheers, guys.